What's up, guys? How we doing? We have sexy superheroes, we have angry children, and a lot of fun stuff. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. How we doing, guys? <laughs> Welcome to the AfterBuzz Powerless TV Show. I am Alex Suarez. You can find me all over the internet at Real Alex Suarez. Hey guys, I'm Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones, and we're back with another Powerless episode. Hmm, Green Furious, and it was furious. It, it was, was interesting. An, okay, no, I have to say right off the bat, this was my absolute, without a doubt, favorite, favorite, favorite episode. The comedy in it, the concepts in it, the, the just the content. Uh, killed it for me. What about you, Shay? I loved it. I like the the introduction, you know, Green Fury and like her and Olympian apparently were dating mm-hmm. and now they're broken up. Yeah. And I found it interesting. Maybe it's just a female thing. Like like when reporters are just interviewing females, they're like, are you, f- like, you're getting fat now, especially if you're a tabloid, you're getting fat because you guys broke up, or this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. I'm just like, those are some stupid questions to ask me. I just saved some people. Well, that's what I love. It's, oh, man, finally. I know it's not about the superheroes, and we keep saying that, but just, it, it was great to see just basic uh, human celebrity politics just overlaid with this this a superhero in place, you know? So I just kind of like, uh, what, what did they call it? Olympa Fury? That was the the name of like the Olympian the and and Green Fury that that were dating, and that's hilarious because you know the fans are always coming up with um, combined names for for the celebrity couples, which was which was really funny. And again, she's a superhero saving people, and it's funny to see that even in their world, you can save a kid from a building, but you're still putting on weight. Wow, <laughs> it's not my fault. Hey, I didn't write it. I wanted to, like, I'm just, I was with Emily at this point, because, like, you know, she's like, like, she just saved someone. Why do you care? Mm-hmm. Like, you should be more focused on the fact that she actually just saved some people and not her social life. Well. It's not that important. But here's the thing, is if I'm putting, if, if you're a superhero and you're putting everything, I mean, obviously you're not doing it for, some superheroes are doing it for praise and so on and so mm-hmm. forth, but if you're putting your life out there, uh, putting your life on the line to save people, I would expect a little bit of gratitude. So what if I want to eat a donut? I can fly. <laughs> no, I agree. With that. Like, like the whole like I think the subplot was like the whole feminist, sexist, ver- like the yeah, whole debate. A lot of that, yeah. And that was just like an amazing topic to like have, mm-hmm. like during this time too. So I thought that was just an interesting way to like bring all the comedy, but bring a serious aspect to it as sure. well. And you know what? I thought they balanced that really well in this episode because it's it's here's the thing is thing about when shows get political and I'm sure audience you guys can can relate it just tries so far in one direction that it just kind of sucks you out of it or back it off even if you're in support of what they're advertising for example like in this episode uh, something like feminism mm-hmm. right it's it's really easy in my opinion to push feminism to a point where you just want to back off and say okay well this is just too much of a political statement for me I mean I'm um, just, even if you're on board with it they push it so far in one direction it draws you away from it and I think this episode did really well with balancing it and I think a great way to do that is obviously comedy uh, and I think they did just hit their hit their points uh, consistently in this episode so it opens up Green Fury saving somebody from a building. The reporters, like you said, asking those questions, and then we get, uh, then we get Emily stepping into the rescue, standing up for what's right as usual in typical Emily fashion. 
just happens to be in the right place at the right time, which makes me wonder. It's like the same plaza where all of this stuff goes around. It's, seriously, it's uh, we're like in How I Met Your Motherland. Yeah. But it's powerless. Yes, yes, that's funny. That's the same feel, actually. No, like that. when he was running away, I was just like, isn't that the, is that la- the same where they, block? The, the same where they the lay down the triangle the, is like right there. Into the, you know, bar. Yeah. I was just like, I kept getting that vibe, but I actually like that. Like, you know, we get to see, like, you know, they take the same way to work every day. You'd think there'd be like a quarantine zone or like a sign that says, Warning, jack o' lantern bombs here a lot. I feel I feel like they don't really need it. They should know. Yeah, you're at right. That it's, point. it's like a local thing. It's like, oh, only tourists go down that way. That's the bomb place. Because like, she saved her life. Oh, now they're dating. Like, seriously? <laughs> that was great. That, I mean, I loved it. I like, like, it had a little um, Green Fury button, mm-hmm. like emergency button, which I thought was awesome. Which logistically, I have a question about if you push a button, I get, you know, with, with Superman, when when they hit a button with Superman or, you know, Jimmy has his little watch or something, what happens? It goes supersonic and only Superman with a Superman hearing can hear it. Um, But how does Green Fury know? Does she get, like, hot? Does he push the button and she gets, like, a heat wave going? Or does it, like, beep and she knows, oh, well, the only person I've ever given a button to is Emily and just magically knows where she is. I'm just interested logistically how it works. That's what I'd like to know. Uh, Logistics, okay. Anyway, so um, Emily ends up saving her life, so naturally Green Fury owes her one. And by the way, I really like that actress. She's definitely growing on me. Yes, yes. She's she's killing this role. mm -hmm. She does a really good job of her subtleties and just being uh, strong without intimidating, without being, like, in your face. I'm strong, but she just is. It just, she she is who she is. No, I love when she landed. She was, like, she just, like, she landed next to Emily, Mm -hmm. and she's, like, like, she's right. Like, thank you. Finally, somebody's, like, get get what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And the first place, it's not about who I'm dating, who I'm not dating, who dumped who, a donut. I'm, like, I consume because I can actually enjoy myself once in a while. But, like, it's about the fact that I'm out here saving my, my, saving everybody's lives. Yeah. That's all that should matter. Yeah, but, you know, people realistically the same thing yeah. would still happen true 100 percent real i guarantee it which is what, what if I like kim about kardashian suddenly suddenly got the ability to fly around and save people people would still be like mm, i wonder what her relationship's like though true that's what i like i actually loved about this episode there was such a real aspect mm-hmm. hit home yeah in the for sure. in the human versus superhero way like they made it so real in that moment like even though they're super celebrities but celebrities nonetheless and People are going to do what they want to. Yeah, it's true. So moving on, Emily gets the opportunity, as we found out, to be on a uh, board meeting for the first time mm-hmm. with, with Vanderveer Wing. So, of course, what does he want her to do? Give all of her opinions. No, he <laughs> wants her to sit there, be quiet, and, and, and be silent, and just laugh at Van's jokes. And to be fair, we have learned in other episodes, Van is a professional kiss-ass, and he is the best at it. And that is, he's actually quite... Quite good at it. We could all learn just a little something for, from the way Van kisses ass. Um, <laughs> but Emily keeps, uh, obviously, being who she is in the meeting. Meeting comes along. They're ready to scrap the poncho. Which, again, I'm so happy we got another invention. Yay! Laser poncho. He's super happy. I'm super. I love inventions. I, I wish that we could just do, like, a uh, just a book on just super, super uh, inventions for normal people. Or, like, an episode where they, like, show him, like, a book, all the failed ones, and maybe she wants to pick one up and, oh. like, re-establish it to make it better. Shay, I love that idea. 
I love that idea. I love that idea. <laughs> She's going through, like, the archives or something. Yeah. Well, why didn't this work? Well, why didn't that work? Kind of similar to, like, the first episode when she picked up uh, on... on um, the umbrella. Yeah. or yeah. And then the, the gloves as well later on in another episode. Um, but anyway, so... She decides that it would be a smart idea to play her power card, invite Green Fury to the board meeting with their magical little button that logistically does not make any sense, but we're going to bypass that. Anyway, we're going to move past it. Does she have a GPS that pops up? We're going to keep moving forward a little bit. (laughs) uh, and, And of course, superhero pops up, can't deny the commercial. If you got that celebrity power, commercial's being done. Right. Um, And so that sparks the whole production meetings and all that stuff which is good because emily obviously is moving ahead and everything looks like it's moving towards in emily's favor she storyboards she gives all of the things and i don't know if anybody if you guys ever do any uh marketing or or commercial campaigns or anything like that but it's funny because what ended up happening is very similar to a lot of times what ends up happening the commercial starts out one way and by the time it goes into production it's totally different like, oh, you're going to be in a car, you're going to be cruising, you're going to be smiling and laughing, and all of a sudden a deer comes into the road. You break really quick. Honda. <laughs> be safe on the road. Good braking. First in its class. And then now um, you're on a he beach. He just gave you his best commercial audition right now. There you guys. go. Put that on my reel, guys. Honda. There you go. That's for you. Um, <laughs> but instead, you know, you end up on the beach laying back, kicking back, having a soda, and then a Honda pulls up with a with a with a with a butta 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 surfboard on it, and a then butta butta with a butta butta surfboard, and then that's like, so it changes all the time. Is my point, you know? So it was actually again, it was on point. It hit home really well, actually. Um, no, what I thought was funny is because, like, especially in certain companies, big corporations, they are a boys' club, and the fact you know Emily was sitting in on that, mm-hmm. it was just like okay, and I was like, if I'm Emily, I'm like. If I have to be quiet, okay, I will, unless I feel there's a reason to not be quiet anymore. Sure. And, like, she was given the perfect... She was like, but why? Like, we can still make this work. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I just... Uh, and I forget the guy's name. I'm, oh, my gosh. Uh, the head honcho guy? I don't remember his name, though. Oh, man. I don't know if they mentioned it, so at that point... He was a great little actor, by the way. That was, dude, was solid fantastic. day player. Solid day player. He was fantastic. But... It is like an old boys club, especially like in big corporations like Wayne Security, mm. where they just see women's kind of as sex symbols. And don't get me wrong, sex does sell, but that's not all women are. And I love at the end of this episode, which we will talk about, a nice man. It was amazing, and I was just. So I'm sure happy. you like that a lot. I see. <laughs> this is my thing. I won't buy that poncho, but I will watch that video over and over <laughs> and over again wow. while yeah. Pony is playing in the background just for fun. Pony. We should open with that song. Oh shoot! How did we not open with Pony? <laughs> How did we not think of that? <laughs> Can we rap with that later? Let's oh, yes, rap let's with, that with that song. Oh, I would gosh. love that. That'd be great. Um, Magic Mike moments. Yeah, yes. there you go. Because Olivia was getting those like. Um, it turned into okay. A... Oh man! It's a, like I'm like when like the okay. We're gonna let's talk about let's focus move group on. Let's quick. move on. Fo- yeah, focus yeah. group. Oh, focus group. I love that part, by the way. Like, no, Teddy needs help. That's all I have to say. Like, yeah, so in the middle of all of this, which was great, we had a lot of little mini storylines going on. Um, my favorite of which was Jackie and Ruby and, and the Wendy, whole the, yeah. and Wendy and that inner daughter struggle, which was actually really well written. Um, but of course, in the in the alternate storyline is that whole focus group thing. So in the middle of Teddy trying to impress Green Fury, he decides that he wants to try on a nice little leather jacket. Actually, not dissimilar to my own. 
Um, you have a yast infection. It's a yast. Yast infection. A yast infection. If you didn't know. <laughs> if I didn't know. I was unaware. <laughs> Doctor. And he uh, goes into that focus group and instantly gets shut down. So, ladies, no, I, I guess think you're it's not like, interested in leather jackets. Teddy's the type of person, like, even though he wants your opinion, he wants you to have the opinion that he has in his head. Mm-hmm. And anytime you, like, disagree with that, like, he's going to go on the attack mode. Yes. And I'm your friend like, as long as you agree with me. And it was just like, dude, like, even I was just like that. You, I don't, I don't know what I was gonna say. I almost say you look like Assassin's Creed on drugs, hey, like hey, in that hey, jacket. Hey, careful. What he did. There's nothing wrong with Assassin's Creed. I didn't say no. I'm not saying anything is wrong with Assassin's Creed. What I'm saying is, in that jacket, however, he looked like a strung out Assassin's Creed reject. Okay. I, okay. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Yes, he did. Thank it wasn't. You. It wasn't the best jacket. It no, was not. I'm, I'm on board with you. I'm on board with you. So anyway, so um, going to Jackie and Ruby. Uh, I uh, loved it. Like and like that's something special because I was like yeah. seven. Yeah. So well, that's yeah. a you know you know she's starting to have her own opinions and it's tough keep things from your parents like that kind of happens around that age. Mm-hmm. It's great that that they address stuff like that because it's it, it's also very real because Jackie's a a working mom and she's a working mom that has a very specific personality, but le- never let that shadow the fact that she probably she loves her daughter more than anything else in this world and of course we know kids will keep things from their parents especially when intelligent kids here's the thing is there's there's like normal children but then you have intelligent children that have the concept of what they say and the repercussions of what they say so they can see two steps ahead and generally it tends to be girls actually uh, because they're mentally they tend to develop quicker than boys Mm-hmm. And so I've met, I have students that are very similar to her and that have refrained from saying things because they know it's going to upset somebody else. And I'm like, how did you even have the forethought of that? I think I was like that as a kid too. Like, if I could like stop myself from mm-hmm. hurting my feelings, I would just don't do it. Yeah. But anyway, so I thought she was like a little demon on the inside when she's going around and they're <laughs> sawing off Superman's manhood. I just thought like that's like, such that, a Wendy that, thing. That, that's what I, like I actually thought was like first of all, Wendy would be a terrible babysitter, but I do love her character and I like I love her childlike innocence mm-hmm. and her na- naivety. Like it's she's just a big kid. She's a big kid, yeah. and it was just like so cute. And, like I loved how Jack's like here's her toys, here's her birth certificate. Her father's not unknown. I actually know who he is, but I was mad at him that day. And I'm just like, you're mad on the day you gave birth. Like, I mean, I can understand the concept of why you're mad. The is known. I can understand why you're mad. The con- like, I would be mad, too. I just pushed out a human being out of my, like, hoo-ha. Like, I would be pissed, too, at that point. But, like, what did he, like, in my mind, what did he do on that day that, like, you were just like, you're not, you're, like, unknown. You were banished from my child's life. Brink. <laughs> oh, man. So, that was really funny. In any event, uh, it, it's great. We, we ended up having that. The little moment with uh, with Jackie and Ruby after her, and uh, she she gets into that big the the big debacle with um, Wendy, and you know Ruby finally steps in and tells her why why she was upset, and Jackie gave a little she that actress gave a phenomenal little performance there, uh, and then we uh, finally after we move on from that we go to the commercial where of course. By the and way, I, I want to say I really like the uh, Justice League references here that we we had like a lot of Justice little, League Europe, Justice League like. Europe. But it was great because Green Fury's only motivation was doing for doing it was so she could be seen in better light and possibly taken seriously by the by the Justice League. Um, and um, eventually, she does join the Justice League. Actually, um, that's another story. So we have um, 
we go and we see the commercial. And of course, it's not as Emily storyboarded and, you know, have people yeah. going into the building and being safe and everything. It's a Carl's Jr. <laughs> commercial with Paris Hilton <laughs> and, uh, you know, Jessica Simpson and the clothes coming off and the bubbles and the car. And I was... He was working it. Like, I'm like, dude, what do you do at your time? And oh. I will get a lot of hate for this, but I was excited to see the commercial. How are you going to hate for that? I, I, hey, this is a feminist episode. You never know. People get mad at me for it. Okay. but <laughs> I think that's the actual awesome thing for a guy to say personally. That I would have loved the commercial. He would have loved the commercial. There's a reason those things sell. Okay. Which is like somebody said in the chat, like nowadays that thing, it just, it's, everybody loves seeing that type of stuff. And I'm not saying I don't, but it's also nice to like have both sides of the spectrum as well. Sure. Well, there's nothing wrong with admiring you know what what a woman has to offer or what a man has to offer or what a man has to offer which is what we end up seeing now i'm a fan of the olympian as much as the next guy but i would have <laughs> preferred to see green fury but it is what it is i i was happy to let me say i was happy for olivian yeah yes well not awesome. as happy as he was he was <laughs> oh man that guy was ecstatic he's like i get to take my shirt off flex my pecs my, and wash a car mm. no, my favorite part was he was like <laughs> no my favorite part was um when she's like Call me at, like, no, I'm not going to, like, get with you later for dinner. But call me at 11. See how, you know, see how we can, <laughs> we can bang out. one out. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, booty calls going on all up and through. You yeah, know what? So. At least that they have a mutual understanding of what their relationship is. Which is a good thing to see as well. Well, when you think about it, I mean, okay. So, a while back in, I don't know if any of you guys remember Smallville. Yay. Long time ago. But there was this one episode that I'll always remember as a kid because it actually answered a lot of my questions where Lana Lang got superpowers. And let's just say the house was shaking. And I always wondered about that. I'm like, man, Superman's a boss. He's got to restrain like nobody's business because if he slips up for one second, she dies. So Okay, quick question because we're almost done. Yeah. Uh, Renji in the chat says, if you were a superhero, what power would you have and what would your name be? Ooh, uh, telekinesis. Full to I'm talking like Phoenix Force telekinetic ability. And my name. Oh, you stole mine, but go ahead. Oh, was that you? <laughs> I want to do like Jean Grey type. Oh. Well, you, I'll change it. Go ahead. Telekinesis. If not telekinesis, then um, probably matter warping. Um, like kind of Dr. Manhattan-ish. Um, but uh, <laughs> name, I don't know. Psycho. There you go. Um, I will love either Storm's power mm. or um, projection like Wyatt from like Charmed. Oh! Um, because like you can like you can whatever Astro you imagine. projection? No, no, projection. It's like a totally different like spectrum of what it is. It's like even um, you know how the little boy on uh, he yeah. could turn like his dolls into real life people? Yeah, transmission. So it's like what you want like you can project it out. So like I would love that and my name would be Project. Cool. I like it. What would your name be? Just say it, project. Oh, project? Oh, I thought yeah. it was about project. Project. <laughs> Thank God projects here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well I mean I can't say pro pro it's like we can't say pro pro. Like there's like not much you can do like with that Oh, um Imagine Night. Imagine Night. I like it. Clever. I love it. Well, guys, if you guys have any cool uh, uh, superhero power slash names, I like that question. Go ahead and uh, drop them in the comments. We love seeing you guys. Uh, we love seeing what you guys write. I always check. I'm sure Shay does as well. I do. All right. Well, guys, we're wrapping up another episode of Powerless. We hope to see you guys next week. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will continue to bring you fantastic coverage on this show. And you are. And I am Alex Suarez. You can find me all over the internet at Real Alex Suarez. 
Hey guys, I'm Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Riverdale tonight with Jordan Calloway. It's gonna be epic, guys. And tomorrow, 13 Reasons Why. We love Powerless. It was an amazing episode. Feminist is rocks. Ah, it was a great episode, guys. Hopefully, they keep this comedy going. We will see you guys next time. Catch you later. Goodbye. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.